On Change the World with Matt McQuinlet today, we'll be discussing mental health issues. If you or anyone you know needs help, please call. Lifeline on 131114. Beyond Blue on 1300224636. Suicide Callback Service on 1300659467. If you are in immediate danger, call 000. Now on Radio Italia Uno, it's time to change the world with Matt McQuinley. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And the glow from that fire can truly light the world. We focus on changing the world for the better by taking personal responsibility, canceling cancel culture, discussing and listening to each other on topics like leadership, cultural trends, business, history, and more. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Right now on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Hi, and welcome to Change the World with Matt McQuinley. Today we continue our series on mental health. Last week we had on Zane Schmidt, a 30-year-old young man who was diagnosed with Asperger's Level 2 at age 6. After a decade of therapy and years of focus on self-improvement, he has run over three successful businesses and is currently doing a podcast on autism education and awareness. I urge you to check out last week's show, wherever you download podcasts at Change the World with Matt McQuinley, M-C-Q-U-I-N-L-E-Y. While you're at it, check out our last eight-part series on leadership with Gwen Meyer, Master Neuro Change Practitioner and Performances Coach, as well as our past four-part series on policing with Derek McManus, 42-year veteran of the Star Group in the South Australia Police, and Sergeant Marshall McQuinley, 27-year veteran of the Aurora Police Department. We have in our studio today Mandy Lyons, who is a researcher, developer, trainer, mentor, coach of life skills. I'd like to tell you a little bit about her qualifications for a moment. She graduated from Carnegie Mellon University with a master's degree in public policy and management. From Adelaide University, she has a bachelor's of law, a graduate diploma in counseling and psychotherapy. From the University of South Australia, she has a graduate diploma of legal practice and a graduate diploma community welfare counseling. She's also a positive intelligence coach trainer. She also is continually training and following her on on her master classes. She's a member of the Coaching Institute of Life Coaching. She's a Be Well trainer certified by the South Australia Medical Research Institute. She has a diploma in life coaching from the Life Coaching College. She has a diploma in hypnosis and psychotherapy. She has a diploma in community service management. She has a certificate in level four in training and assessment Certificate 4 in Occupational Health and Safety, the Australian Success Academy Life Coaching and Certification. And she's also International Coaching Federation accredited. Now that we've talked about Mandy's education, let's talk a little bit about her professional career. She's currently the co-creator and trainer of Live Kind and Co., which we'll talk about in a little bit. She's the creator and trainer of the Thrive Code and the Millennium Men. She's the co-creator and trainer of A Happy Second Life. We'll discuss all these things later on in the show. She's also in the past been a manager of a registered training organization. She worked for Safe Work South Australia. She was a program coordinator for a women's community center. She was a researcher for the Law Reform Committee of South Australia, and she was a Supreme Court judge's associate. We'd like to talk to her a little bit about today about a new program she's setting up to help young men that feel a little bit lost. And I'm at the tail end of that generation, X as it is, and the world is a lot different than what our fathers and grandfathers told us. And a lot of young men have had struggles trying to fit into that. So that's what we're going to talk about now. So we're going to hand it over to Mandy. Thank you, Matt. Yes, I have many passions and one is young men. And one of the reasons is because of my son, who's in his early 30s, and around him through university and in the workplace, there's been a lot of suicides as well as mental health challenges. There has been, the statistics have been coming up. Many of our finest young people, what I've, I've found is that they're often got great hearts, they really care, they're idealistic, but they see what's happen, happening around them and become uh, um, disheartened. And it, it really can 
they take things to heart. Yeah, so sometimes, and you talked about Zane earlier, who I've met, and he's a great man and a great example of what I'm passionate about. Often call them a little bit quirky, they're regarded as a bit, little bit weird or different because they're um, neurodiverse. And so they may have dyslexia, ADHD, um, slightly on the spectrum, or anxiety. And, and, and in some cases, they look like they're coping well, that they're performing well, but they're high-performing, anxious people, or they might be workaholics. They may do whatever to feel okay because for whatever reason, they don't feel okay inside. They may have been bullied, but the, the bully may be inside of them. Mm. That's a great point. I, I was, I've been doing a little bit of research, and what I found is, and, and I knew this a little bit from just history, but if you take somebody like Theodore Roosevelt was the president of the United States, the first progressive in the United States. One of the thing, reasons he was so accomplished is he had to keep moving because of his own personal demons. And usually these people that are the most troubled are, are actually our best people. You know, almost every artist, you know, has struggled with depression. Van Gogh, almost all the great musicians, Mozart, Beethoven, you know, even Adele, you know, I mean, Adele's no Mozart or Beethoven, but obviously she's very famous today. The great politicians, Churchill, Kennedy, we could go on and on with politics. I mean, John Curtin in Australia struggled with depression. So these people that are our best and brightest are the ones that are most afflicted oftentimes. I was reading a study done just recently that it said that 72% of entrepreneurs are affected by a mental health condition. And 49% of entrepreneurs are dealing with at least one mental illness. And one out of three entrepreneurs are dealing with more than two or more mental illnesses. So the reality is, is that these people aren't really pariahs. They're our best and brightest. They just did a, a study I read recently. It was done in 2014 that the gene that's linked to creativity as well as intelligence is also linked to depression. And that being said, Matt, I'd love to read you one of I during lockdown. I went uh, one of my little addictions is you know buying books, and I did more research. It's a lot better than doing heroin. Yes, yes, that's 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 my justification. <laughs> and I'd like to actually to the point you raised. Um, there's a book called Blessed Are the Weird: A Manifesto for Creatives. And if you if you'd bear with me, I'd l just like to read. Yeah, it. no, that sounds wonderful. Um, Blessed are the weird people, poets. Misfits, writers, mystics, heretics, painters, and troubadours. I think the troubadour is you, Matt. If I was intelligent enough to know what a troubadour was, I would probably yeah. be. Well, they're posi the, they're I, the, hopefully, I'd be happily. Uh, I think they were the entertainers and oh, the okay. comedians oh, okay. and the and the people that keep kept the people um, in Middle Ages, I believe, but I mm. could be wrong. Mm. So blessed are these people, for they teach us to see the world through different eyes. Blessed are those who embrace the intensity of life's pain and pleasure, for they shall be rewarded with uncommon ecstasy. Blessed are ye who see beauty and ugliness, for you shall transform your vision of how the world might be. Blessed are the bold and whimsical, that's you too, Matt, I think, for their imagination shatters ancient boundaries of fear for us all. Blessed are you who are mocked for an unbridled expression of love in all forms, because your kind of crazy is exactly that freedom for which the world is unconsciously begging. Blessed are those who have endured breaking by life, for they are the resplendent cracks through which the light shines. And so that's what's got me. I've been doing a lot of research on, as you said, on mental challenges for people that are our brightest, people who have got so much to bring to... To, and we now more than ever we we need to encourage i i mean i bring myself in that and i you know i classify i call people like us like dolphins we're kind of playful and a little bit crazy and and look like we're not serious but we are and for me it's a defense mechanism mm. to kind of a sense of humor and whatever because it it is can be difficult to be thought of as a, a dreamer and an idealist or a snowflake or weak when in actual fact we've got a deep burning desire to bring about the change. 
That's a great point. Tell us a little bit about some of the work that you've done with the government that you can talk about. I know yeah, some of it's I, ongoing research, yeah. so you don't want to get ahead of yourself. Oh, uh, I know. Well, I'm not I'm not actually working with the government. But in, in the past, my, you have. Yeah, well, in the past, I worked at Safe Work and, uh, for a while, and, and one of the little things they got me to do there was to look at some of the bullying files. And so that sort of piqued my interest in the workplace and how often we'll have people, and that's what I've, I've heard around more, that there's a lot of people who manage their not feeling good enough by being bullies. And, and this is impacting gentle people as well. That's what has troubled my son because he, while not bullied himself, at school and at in the workplace, he's seen what he perceives to be bullying. So I've worked more with not-for-profits. So I've worked at a women's community centre where we saw women coming. They Some of them might have been refugees coming in from pl- places like Sudan and the Middle East. So I've worked as a manager of a registered training organisation up in Salisbury and one of the programs that we we delivered programs for youth at risk and as well as them having being given the skills they needed for the certificate we ensured that life skills were added in there as well mm. because it's it's our as I was saying before it's our relation with shop with ourselves as our, well with as our relationship with others that determines our trajectory in life going back to the millennium men what's your ultimate objective with that program well I really because I mean, suppose I know a young guy who's my 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 understanding. There's a special term for these guys, and I forgot what it is. But basically, they believed they were going to go out there, and they're supposed to be a provider, and the lady's supposed to, you know, take care of the children, and they're supposed to be tough and not express their feelings, and all this kind of things. And now they're in a world where that's not the case, where those kind of attitudes aren't encouraged anymore and, and they're struggling with it. So how are you helping those guys and how are you, what's your objective there? In times of rapid change and uncertainty and socially, politically, economically, it, it's very discombobbling for everyone. Mm-hmm. But particularly things have changed greatly for young men. I, I think it's great young women have found their place in the world, but in the, the, the shuffling around, I think it's a little bit, can be difficult for young men. I know I interviewed, a year or so ago, I was interviewing men in, in South Africa and one man who had been a trainer for years and he said that w- it's great, the women were becoming more confident, but in the same time, the confidence of the young men had gone down and we don't want to take from their confidence and sense of well-being and their place in the world it hope that it would be a win-win situation mm-hmm. and particularly I'm really interested in the research of highly sensitive people which relate to the creatives and it's hard because I think they're wanting like back in Wall Street you know greed is good and they're sort of rejecting that as well they're trying to find how they fit in what is masculinity what is it to be a father and they don't want to lose themselves in working for the man but they they sometimes they um, can be a bit bleeding heart so we need to kind of maybe maybe the the pendulum's gone too far so to move from bleeding heart to brave heart mm. To move forward, they've got, and to from feeling weird, you know, they're the weird ones to being the wonderful ones. They're bringing about the change. And I know we had a conversation before from being, you know, to take a um, biblical term, from being the last to being the first, mm. because they've sort of been shuffled to the bottom. They're not feeling that they're up to speed with their very successful fathers. So they mm. feel a bit of a loser baby like that. And they're kind of, their their mums like me expect them to have high emotional intelligence. But, you know, to negotiate the power. It's confusing. We're going to stop that right there because it is confusing. So, uh, and we hear from our sponsors. <laughs> 
Radio Italia Uno is inviting you to our very special once-a-year gala night on Saturday evening, the 28th of August, at the Marquee Club in Paradise. Tickets are $70, which includes a magnificent four-course meal, entertainment by Mumbo Italiano, and a spectacular floor show. Radio Italia Uno prides itself on inclusivity, warmth, friendship and community and what better way to celebrate than to attend this annual event. Simply call the station to book at 8212-3177. Radio Italia Uno's Gala Night, August the 28th. The surprises never end. Looking for a new coffee machine for your home or workplace? Look no further than Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your experts in all things coffee. Why not come in for a chat and a special coffee tasting? You'll find us at 264 Gilbert Street in the city. Mention Radio Italia Uno and you will receive a free 250-gram bag of freshly roasted coffee beans. You can also shop online at www.fccoffee.com.au where you'll find our large range of premium roasted coffee beans, coffee machines, accessories, hot chocolates, teas and lots, lots more. I'm Danielle from Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your one-stop shop for all things caffeine. I'm Anna Faruja of Chapel Funerals. My role as a funeral director is to guide you through the emotional process of saying goodbye to someone you love. I'm here to help you make all the necessary arrangements so that you and your family may have peace of mind and time to remember and celebrate the life of the person you've lost. When the time comes, I'm here for you. So please call me, Anna Faruja, at Chapel Funerals on 81825100. Hi, I'm David Heath. Join me each Saturday afternoon from 2pm until 5pm with Saturday Sports Scoreboard. No matter what your sports passion, we'll be covering it during our three hours together. I'll be crossing to various sporting events, we'll chat with your favourite sports stars and we'll take your calls. Every Saturday afternoon, 2 until 5, on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. piace la musica? Hai voglia di metterti in gioco? Entusiasmo e personalità non ti mancano? Radio Italia 1 sta cercando te. Chiama l'82 123177 e anche tu avrai la possibilità di entrare a far parte del nostro team. Radio Italia 1, diamo voce alla tua voce. Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Hi, and welcome back to Change the World with Matt McQuinley. I want to pick up on something that you mentioned earlier, Mandy, about turning bleeding hearts into brave hearts. And I think that that's important. I think we need to be sensitive, but we also need to be brave. And one thing that bothers me, and I might get some angry feedback for this, but the whole term toxic masculinity really gets on my nerves, okay? Because, you know, the background that I'm from, you know, as as my mom being a Southern Baptist, my dad being a Chicago cop, being in the service, there's no, there's nothing masculine about beating your wife. There's nothing masculine about, you know, bullying other people. You know, the, all the men that the men that I was associated with, you know, in military university, you know, police officers, those kind of people, none of those supposed masculine men or manly men or whatever you want to call them, okay, whatever that stereotype is, you know, believe that. They all believe that being masculine meant protecting your family providing opportunity for your family, mentoring your children, teaching them right from wrong, trying to help your wife, you know, feel loved and supported and, and, and providing for her and giving her the opportunity to be her best self. So I just don't, uh, I, I, I just don't like the whole concept of toxic masculinity because the to- none of the toxic behavior is actually masculine. They just happen to be males who aren't acting like men. So 
What's your feedback on that? Or am I off the reservation? Toxic behaviour, it doesn't just come from men, it comes from women. It's some of the worst behaviour I've seen has come from women. So I'd take gender out of it completely. Mm, mm. Poor behaviour is poor behaviour. Mm. With respect to... I didn't even think of that, but <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. <laughs> so I worry about trying to fix myself, not a, uh, you know before everybody else, but that's a great point. So with respect to um, millennium men, I just... I. For me, we're in a new millennium. I, like many, started with great hopes and then it just seemed to go on like it had before. But in this time of pandemic, I think people have had time to reflect a bit more about what's important and hopefully come to the conclusion that what is important is is our family and friends and not stuff. And with respect to... Uh, the men that I particularly enjoy working with, as, as we're talking before, they actually care, they're idealistic, they want to see a, a different world, they want to be the change. So I'm hoping that with some of the courses and coaching and things that, uh, that I'm creating, that they will help them to be heroes in their own lives and mm. the lives of their families and communities because we need good leadership and that leadership starts within. So one of the programs I have put together is the Inner Coach Program because when we can mentor and coach ourselves... We, are, we lead by example and people feel safe because we are strong. Mm. Mm. I, I, I tell you, another thing that just leaps out at me, and, and you're being positive and I'm jumping back to the negative, so I apologize yeah. for that. <laughs> yeah. But if this is what's in it for society, okay, and, you know, this is what, and if you know young men that are struggling with these things, this is what the benefit for you is. If this young man feels dispossessed, doesn't know where his role in society is, doesn't feel like he fits in, feels disempowered, where do you think that leads to? Well, that leads to anger, and anger leads to violence, okay? And that's a problem for society. So we don't want to grow negative angry young men because that hurts society and what are, and that's men that um, externalize their frustration the a lot of the men also they they're not violent to others they're violent to themselves that's true too yeah and whether through addictions or just at the very worst taking their own lives mm. So either and that's you know I did public policy and management. This is a this is quality life loss. You know life years lost, mm. and that's a loss to them, their families, and society. Well, that's 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 powerful and true. My question, I just want to, because uh, we're we were a little bit over all over the shop in the first section here. So I want to just kind of laser focus here on millennium men. So. One, please tell me why you started it. Two, tell me what exactly you're trying to accomplish with it. Well, as I mentioned before, my son, while he was at university and in the workplace, there have been a number of suicides. So that's the, that has really troubled me. The second is I hate wasted resources. This is the public policy part of me coming out. What Even if they don't take their own lives, if they're just kind of huddled in a heap or taking drugs or whatever, they, they can't contribute. They can't be the heroes. We need, we need people stepping up to the plate. And I'll digress a bit. There was a book I that really impacted me. It was called The Millionth Circle. And it was said that humanity would kind of just change so much if we could get a million circles. And I think that if we can seed a million young men that feel that they're that they know who they are, that they take their place at the table, co-create a better world. I just love that because then they will touch their families, their communities, their workplaces. As, as it is now, poor behaviour is rewarded, mm. not, yeah. not, not what we're needing. Mm. Mm. That's so true. Poor behaviour is rewarded nowadays. It's a shame. And okay, and then what you're tra- and so what you're trying to accomplish is you're trying to build a cadre of 
young men who believe in themselves, who feel they fit in and want to make the world a better place. Yeah. That's your objective. Is that, am I, am I, I'm yeah, paraphrasing. Is that what you're trying to say? Basically for them, I always use the metaphor because I come from Kangaroo Island and I see the dolphins and I use the metaphor of dolphins to bring pods of dolphins together where they feel strong and powerful and centered and they can beat the what out of it, out of sharks. Yeah, yeah, dolphins do take sharks, that's true. So, and there's yeah. a lot of sharks around, mm. and but dolphin, uh, gentle people alone, they can be, they divide and conquer, they're separated and they're, they can be destroyed. But if they can find each other and support each other and encourage each other to be the change, mm-hmm. what kind of world could we see? Mm. I'm, I'm a great one. Okay, well, let's let's uh, move on from Millennium Men uh, because we, we don't have – there's so many exciting things to talk about with you, programs that you're involved in. And, again, just for, for everybody's uh, information, Mandy is a, a life coach, like I mentioned before. There were so many qualifications that I went through so fast that you might not be aware of that. And you can reach Mandy uh, through our Facebook page or one of her websites, Ma- do you want to give them your... Yeah, mandylions.com. Okay, <laughs> so, there you go. And it, it's got millennium and millennial, millennium, millennial, and Gen X men all over the place, so you'll see what I'm passionate about. Yeah, and and, and maybe even if she's you're looking to uh, make a contact with somebody to collaborate with rather than be coached. You, I know Mandy's always looking yes, for... Yes, I, I love collaborations. I mean, um, I... Uh, at least three at the moment because it's, as I, I said, I think we're more powerful in teams mm. and we bounce off each other and encourage each other when, you know, when we lose the faith for a moment. Mm. Well, let's move on to your Live Kind Co. program that you're doing. And can you tell us a little bit about, you know, again, why you started it and what you're trying to accomplish? And then we can talk about the how. Well, this is a program. This is it, this only um, became late, late or earlier this year. I am, a, as you said earlier, I'm a mental uh, and emotional well-being trainer with um, SAMRI, the South Australian Health and Research Institute, and they've done research from all meta-analysis of research from all over the world, which the best interventions for well-being. And I met my beautiful woman, Jen Cox, who's an occupational therapist, and she and I have similar visions of creating a kinder, better world and more better, improved mental well-being. But this is focused more on the workplace. So we've, we've also, we deliver as over five weeks or one day Be Well Plan with an app and masterclasses. Jen and I are also creating our own signature uh, workshops and one that we offer for free to just to get to know us is, is on kindness because we think as well as courage, we need kindness and compassion, those and so we're bringing, we want to bring more, actually she deli- she, she's like me, a little bit crazy and works into the, into the night. And last night she d- developed this and, it, and it's called a mental fitness passport. And wouldn't it be nice if, look, what if you couldn't get into workplace or you couldn't date unless you'd got a sticker on your head saying that you're, that you're, that you're not mean, that you're not going to cause grief to other people because of your own self-doubt because that's what often happens that we, some people take it out on themselves, some t- people take it out on others. So we're, we're wanting to create workplaces that are where people are working together, they're not throwing people under the bus, so to speak. So in that, uh, there's some of the aspects of the Be Well plan, if anyone's interested in that, uh, mindfulness and uh, we sometimes have thinking traps. We have, you know, thinking about ourselves, others in the world that takes us no place good and building resilience. Also, as I said, they've done a lot of research from all around the world to see what raises our resilience, what and our mood, what take reduces our anxiety what gives us a sense of p- 
purpose and joy and connection. So we really love delivering those and we're wanting to deliver it more with the, the carers. People, especially now in COVID times, the, the nurses and the doctors and the teachers, everyone's under stress because they're trying to... They're trying to hold the fort and they're heart-centred people, just like our the millennium men that I'm passionate about. They're the people on the coalface trying to keep things steady and they sometimes get overwhelmed. Mm. So Live Kind & Co. is focused on making sure that the leaders are fit for service. Is that what you're saying? Basically, too, that is correct because sometimes heart-centred people neglect themselves. Mm. They can get compassion, fatigue, and we leave, we lose so many good people. They leave their professions mm. or they're not functioning to their capacity because they too are idealistic and want a better world. Mm. But they sometimes get so overwhelmed giving their heart, head and hands to others and they f- neglect themselves. I was just reading about that. There's a major, major problem with nurses in America now because of what exactly what you're talking about. They just get burnt out by giving too much. And I mean, I know that Australia has always had a challenge finding uh, qualified nurses as well, uh, probably for a similar reason. Because that is our finest and brightest, that it's the same whether it's a, a creative people or very empathic people. We just need to manage our gifts and skills, kind of turn the dial down or a bit of self-management, a bit of self-care. I keep saying to people, this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. One of my first managers, Brad Loy, used to tell me I have to that I don't have a no muscle. I've got to exercise and strengthen my no muscle. Is that a little bit of what, what you're saying with some of these people? Yes, and a lot of the work I do is because people become, I don't like the word people pleasers, but we do, we, we're kind, but sometimes we, we're over kind. And to, to be, able to have, be able to say no, have assertiveness skills, no, because pe- kind people are taken advantage of. It's like we've got a sticker on our set, head sometimes saying sucker, you know, that, and people either deliberately or just because you're a kind person, ask you to do more than it's probably wise mm. for your own well-being. Mm. Okay, well, on that note, we're going to hear uh, some quick words from our sponsor, and we'll be right back with Mandy Lyons, massively qualified person here to talk to about mental health. Yo! Ciao, Armando Paradiso from Unique Stone. Delivering quality stone tops to South Australia for over 20 years. Granite, marble, Caesar stone, unique stone, granito, marmo, Caesar stone, unique stone. Thinking stone bench tops to your kitchen, bathroom, or furniture? Unique stone at Jacobson Crescent, Holden Hill. Call us now, 8266-2280. Unique stone, we won't be beaten. Come on, che stai facendo? Yo, chiama adesso. O'Brien Electrical Adelaide, your local electrical electrician. Service and responsiveness for locally owned and operated businesses, their priority. 263 Sturt Street in the city, right alongside of Radio Italia Uno. Give them a call and speak with their friendly staff. Their number, 1300-051-482. Lo sapevi che l'82% delle persone richiama più facilmente il nome di un'azienda vedendolo scritto su carta che in una pubblicità sui social media? Continua a valorizzare i metodi più tradizionali, toccare e tenere nelle proprie mani biglietti da visita, calendari promozionali, cataloghi. Maria Studio Printing è il tuo partner creativo di stampa e di marketing ideale. Si occupano di graphic design, sviluppo web, gestione di stampa, routing CNC e 3D carving, fotografia commerciale e riprese, offrendo consegne nello stesso giorno o entro tre giorni lavorativi. Maria Studio Printing può portare alla luce i tuoi progetti e crescere la tua impresa è facile. Per saperne di più, chiama l'8352-1268. When you enter Chiera and Sons Fresh Market and Joanna's Kitchen, it feels just like home. This four-decade-young, iconic South Australian business 
is situated in the Hollywood Plaza, Salisbury. For fresh fruit and veggies, see Tony and Frank and their wonderful staff, offering the finest produce and fine foods. And specials last all year, like the Millel Pecorono cheese, just $15.99 per kilo when you buy the entire wheel. Support a family-owned business. Drop in to their Hollywood Plaza store or call 828-33-155. That's 828-33-15. Welcome to the family. Hi, I'm David Heath. Join me each Saturday afternoon from 2pm until 5pm for Saturday Sports Scoreboard. If you would like me to host the show live from your sporting event, simply email your request to info at italiauno.com.au. Plus, we'll be announcing a special sporting competition with great prizes to be won. That's Saturday Sports Scoreboard from 2pm every Saturday afternoon on Radio Italia Uno 87.6 FM. Radio Italia Uno. Sito internet www.italiauno.com.au. Seguici anche sulla nostra pagina Facebook e Instagram. Radio Italia Uno. You're listening to Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno 87.6 FM. Hello and welcome to Change the World with Matt McQuinley. We're back with Mandy Lyon, super qualified change maker and rainmaker. We're going to, you don't know what a rainmaker is, huh, Mandy? A rainmaker is somebody that makes it happen no matter what, no matter the conditions. It's an old term from back in the days of wooden ships and iron men. You're probably too young to know it, I guess. Okay. But anyway, I want to talk a little bit about, I just want to kind of recap what we talked about in the last couple sessions to make sure I've got it all clear in my mind. So you've got Millennium Men, which is an organization that's focused on helping young men who feel kind of out of place in this new and changing world find their feet. Yes. Then you've got Live Kind Co., which it focuses on leaders and people of service and creatives to help them make sure that they don't burn out by overcommitting and, and, and just being too empathetic. Like kind of like the doctor that ends up as a drug addict because he pushes himself too hard in his, in his residency or is so, focused so hard on his patients that he just can't take care of himself or she. So, and then the third thing that I wanted to talk about and whatever you'd like to add as well, is you've got this cool thing on your website, uh, which is mandylions.com. Is that right? That's correct. Is that .com or .au? .com. .com. And where you do a life audit. Can you talk about, can you tell us about that, please? Well, I yes, I believe that uh, often we wait until the wheels fall off in life, or it could be a significant birthday or, or event, something, or, or Something happens, but I really believe it's useful to sort of do a bit of an audit regularly to see where sometimes we can get a bit out out of balance. We can be so focused on work, we forget our health, we can or our relationships, or so just to sort of go through. So there's a free um, life audit there to just sort of assess where you are, and many people that's just enough to kind of remind us, ah, oh, I've forgotten that um, about my hobbies and relaxation and especially the kind of people that I enjoy working with, heart-centred people, they're so focused on doing good, they forget to do good for themselves. Great. What other things are you associate with right now that might be uh, a help to our listeners? Yes, well, one thing that hasn't, there's a, a, a few things I'm working on at the moment, but one thing that I th- would particularly like to share for those of you who are women who feel like we've talked about men a lot, uh, for five or six years with a dear friend and colleague called Debbie Lange, we've been running a happy second life. And this is, these are inexpensive, they're meetups. And so we do, I'm a researcher at heart, so people come and they're often from all over the world or all over the country or regional areas or in in the city and feel that they're a little bit alone and we try to create a community where they can learn and grow and I, we listen to what they're 
what their needs are, we, um, whether they're happiness habits or whether they're a lot of people suffer from not feeling good enough. So we spent uh, uh, one or two sessions ter- talking about shame and how to get over that feeling of not feeling good enough. At uh, This month we're talking about grief and loss because it's, that's not just about death, it's about loss of the way life was before. So we also look a lot at the work of Brene Brown and the gifts of imperfection because I think it, I do believe a lot of us suffer from feeling that we're not perfect and we should be. So, and we're really flexible. I love research, as I said, and development. So we, we're guided about the men and women who come and we there's, it's not a lecture. We give a, a bit of research and the why and the how. And then there's a lot of putting people in small groups and, and it normalises it normalises whatever people are feeling because often the biggest problem is people think they're weird and different and not good enough and it's sort of it's like a sense of relief when you know that you're not alone so and I just that's one of my passion projects too and as I said that uh, that I wanted to bring that in because I didn't want to people, uh, women, to think that I didn't care about them as well. I, I did actually work for a number of years in a women's community centre, so mm. I, it's not that I'm anti-women. Mm. Well, I, I just think that there's, there's, yeah, there's a lot of wisdom in, some, in the things that you're saying there. If you had to impress one thing upon, let's take the three groups that we're ta- you're talking about working with right now. What's one thing that you would like the avatar of the Millennium Men to carry away from this this show today? Believe in yourself and that you've got a place in the world and the world needs you. And what's the one thing you would want somebody that's in the Live Kind Co. program, that avatar, the person of service, the creative, the what do you want them to, to learn? A a little bit about balance. The world, you're bringing so much to the world, but play the long game. Mm. Just look after yourself. So realize it's a marathon and not a sprint. That's correct. And you're not going to do as much good if you only last for five years as if you last for 30. Mm, Is that basically what you're trying to say? Yeah, I don't want you to do the James Dean and, you know, burn out, you know. Mm. Young, just keep. Well, I personally have no chance of leaving a good-looking corpse like he did. <laughs> What's the saying? Live, live fast, and leave a good-looking corpse. I got no chance of the good-looking corpse part. Okay, all right. And as far as your avatar for the last program that we discussed, happy second life. Yes. What What do you What do you want those kind of people to get out of that? That there are strategies, like we, we laugh and say happiness is hard work. That we actually, there's a lot of letting go about self-doubt and things that have held us back. And there's a lot of building in habits that create connection and joy and awe and wonder about life. So just, just seeing life anew. And not letting the baggage kind of hold you back. Mm. I hope the listeners today got some good uh, learning and some education and hopefully some inspiration to get themselves some help if they need it or reach out and get help for those others that might need it. And we all need to take care of each other and ourselves. So again... If you need some help or some coaching or somebody you know, Mandy uh, is uh, a great person you could talk to. Her website is Mandy Lyon. Lyons. I was going to say that. Yeah. (laughs) M-A-N-D-Y-L-Y-O-N-S dot com, not dot A-U, dot com, and can get her information there or on our Facebook page here at uh, Change the World with Matt McQuinley. I, of course, am a coach too. If you're looking for a lower standard of coaching <laughs> than Mandy would provide, you know, I can help you out with uh, business and life coaching as well. Uh, I also do some public speaking, some stand-up comedy, and business consultant uh, consulting as I've had years and years of experience in business. So we're going to hear from our sponsors, and we'll be back in just a few minutes. 
At Elders Insurance Adelaide East, our mission is to provide outstanding service and superior coverage to each and every one of our clients. With over 30 years of experience, we treat every client with mutual respect and understanding. We'll listen carefully to your specific needs and requirements in order to develop insurance solutions with a level of service and coverage you can't find anywhere else. Elders Insurance Adelaide East is a family-owned and run business with Italian tradition which is built on honesty, integrity and trust. Make an appointment today and go and see Tony and the team at Elders Insurance Adelaide East, 54 to 56 Kensington Road, Rose Park or telephone 8364 9477. We're an authorised representative of Elders Insurance, underwriting agency, proprietary limited, Elders Insurance, underwritten by QBE Insurance, Australia Limited. Did you know that Podcast City can record your podcast right here in the studios of Radio Italia Uno on our professional recording equipment? Podcast City can also come to your location with our mobile studio. We can record just your audio or work with you to plan, record, edit, and distribute your podcast to your audience. If you would like to find out more and receive a free podcast startup checklist or book a time to record your podcast, call Radio Italia Uno on 8212317 or go to podcastcity.com.au. Podcast City, podcasting the easy way. Gallipo Foods, dal 1983, leader australiano nella vendita di distribuzione di una vasta gamma di generi alimentari, tra i quali il prosciutto Spears, dal gusto unico e delicato al palato. Innovazione, professionalità e forte rapporto con dipendenti, clienti e fornitori fanno di Gallipo Foods uno dei distributori più grandi, rispettati e premiati in tutta Australia. Gallipo Foods, stima, fiducia e qualità. Hello, I'm Peter Salerno. Please join me on Happy Business Radio every Monday, 2 to 3 p.m. on Radio Italia Uno. We have lots of fun with very interesting guests. We talk about how to start, build and increase your business. Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Vuoi promuovere la tua attività? Vuoi aumentare il tuo volume di affari? Non sai a chi rivolgerti? Chiama Radio Italia Uno. Il nostro staff commerciale è a disposizione per ogni informazione o preventivo personalizzato. Chiama all'82 123177. Radio Italia Uno. E anche tu sarai un numero uno. Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno 87.6 FM Hello and welcome back to Change the World with Matt McQuinley. I just want to say thank you to Ron from Podcast City for uh, helping us with this podcast version and I wanted to also say thank you to our guest Mandy Lyons who Gosh, you know, that was, there was so much great stuff there. I mean, and the thing I like about you the most, Mandy, is you're not one of these people that's flying to Climate Summit in her private jet in Paris while emitting more carbon emissions than the average person does in a year and talking about how we need to cut our carbon emissions or, you know, talking about how we need to defund the police and spending $70,000 on our own personal security in a month or, you know, whatever hypocrisy that, you know, some of our leaders are carrying out in the world right now. You're somebody that is, as you said, at the coalface and trying to affect a positive change and walking the walk and talking the talk, and we're really lucky to have you here, and we appreciate all that you've done, all that you're doing, and that what you will be doing. So uh, I just want to throw out there again: you can hear more about Mandy's programs, which we talked about today: the Millennium Men, the Happy Second Life, the Live Kind Co. On her website, Mandy Lyons, L-Y-O-N-S dot com. And uh, also, I encourage you to take that life audit. That sounds something that, like something everybody should do to keep themselves centered, happy, and focused. 
So until next time, we will see you at uh, 6 p.m. on Monday. And now, as always, I will leave you with an inspirational story. Today, I want to talk a little bit about ignoring the critics. Now, of course, it's always important to take constructive criticism. But as far as I know, no one has ever erected a statue to a critic. (laughs) I was thinking about this the other day. I was thinking about a lovely young lady who was told by Columbia Pictures that she would never, ever make it in the film industry. Her name, of course, was Marilyn Monroe. Then I was thinking about another fella who got fired for never, ever having any creative ideas and also went bankrupt seven times when he started his own business because no one else would hire him. His name, of course, was Walt Disney. Then I started thinking about other entertainers. I thought about a young man who was told by Decca, which was one of the largest record labels of the time, that he had no talent and he needed to go back to driving a truck. His name, of course, was Elvis Presley. This guitar band was told that guitar bands are on their way out. No one will sign you. That band, of course, was the Beatles. If we move to literature, this author was told that his work was not suitable for publication, and he received 27 rejection letters by publishers. The 28th one, a very small publisher, accepted him. That man's name was Dr. Seuss, and that was Cat in the Hat. If we move to politics, this politician lost, not one, lost, nine out of 12 elections. But he's remembered for the two he did win for president of the United States. That man was Abraham Lincoln. This man was told by his instructors he was too stupid to learn. That man was Thomas Edison, who's credited with over 1,300 inventions, including the light bulb and the phonograph. This PhD student was told that his thesis was fanciful and irrelevant. He was discouraged, but not defeated. His name was Albert Einstein. And where I'm sure that no one has ever erected a statue to a critic, I'm sure that all of these people have several statues erected to them. 